It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Good Saturday morning to you folks. Six minutes after 8 o'clock, this is the Lawn and Garden Show. One more hour here on WSB. This is Ashley Frasca from the Traffic Team, Herman Kane Show, relaxing on a weekend here with Joe Lample, the host of Growing a Greener World, Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery. We're answering your questions all morning long, and we did at the top of the show, guys. Just stop this weekend. Make sure you pause for a moment and either thank a veteran, remember those who have fallen, so many wars, so many soldiers lost in these wars, and that's why we are where we are today in this country. So when you're getting all caught up in the cookouts and the food and family and getting all frazzled with the kids' baseball tournaments and things this weekend, kind of stop and remember why you were off work on Monday and how meaningful this weekend is. So we appreciate patriotism and service and even police officers, first responders. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that being said, how would you like to enjoy a Jimmy Buffett concert? Are you asking me? Yeah, would you enjoy it? Parrot Absolutely, head? I would. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, is that an invitation? Can you go? <laughs> no, June 2nd. What are you doing? Okay, we'll do this for mm-hmm. our listeners, our wonderful listeners, the weekend prize pack. Now, before you call and bother Rachel, let me read through it, and then I give you a different number to call. So pay attention. A pair of tickets to see Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band June 2nd at the Infinite Energy Arena, and also a pair of tickets to see Journey and the Doobie Brothers in concert June 8th. Wow, like two concerts back-to-back at Lakewood Amphitheater produced by Live Nation. Those tickets can be yours if you are the fourth caller right now. Caller number four, but you have to call 404-741-0750. Call that number. That's the prize line. If you want to join us with a lawn and garden question, keep it to 404 404- 872-0750. That's exactly what Tony and Roswell did. Good morning, Tony. How can we help you? Great. Did I win the tickets? Oh, <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, thanks for call, actually. Listen, um, I have a, I have a uh, issue with a uh, dogwood tree that hasn't bloomed. I planted it eight years ago. It was pink when I planted it. I, I know it's pink because it was blooming when I planted it, but since then it's grown... 15 feet tall. It has beautiful foliage. Uh, it gets morning, some morning sun and filtered sun throughout the day. But uh, it, and it looks happy. But again, it just hasn't bloomed. I'm just curious. Is there something I uh, can do to you know to promote blooming on that tree, or just should I just enjoy the uh, the foliage and let it be? Well, when you stop and think, you say that it's gotten taller over the years. How have the other trees around it progressed as well? Do you have big oaks and pines and other things that kind of crowding it out or shading it out? Well, it's planted under some large, on the edge of some larger trees. Oaks and pines are behind it. But within 20 feet of it, there's a native white dog dogwood that's probably 25 feet tall. And it blooms, um, you know, every um, spring and, and it's, it's doing well, it's, you know, just like the other trees. So it is in the vicinity of other trees or dogwood tree that is blooming. Okay, it's I, just, this one never has bloomed. I wonder if it. Um, do you know what the cultivar was? The cultivar name, or did it just say pink dogwood? Uh, no, it was. I, I don't know that. It just said pink dogwood, and I, and I saw the pink blooms when it was, you know, when it was planted. Yeah, and sometimes those are, are seedlings, and you don't know exactly. 
what they're going to do. There's nothing, you, you don't know how to, to guess what it's going to do. Usually what we say, if something's not blooming, it's either because it's not getting enough sun. That's usually the number one, but I, that probably isn't that with yours. The other thing would be improper pruning, and you haven't pruned it. And the other is just a genetic factor, and those that's it. It's not fertilizer. I mean, you can't put enough fertilizer on something to make it bloom if okay. it's not getting enough sun. Right. So you may just enjoy the foliage. Yeah, that was my, and I'll 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 look um, hopefully ever spring for blooms, but it's that's other fine. than that's a great tree. And when yeah. it blooms from the coming from the nursery, it has had ideal conditions. Missions, sometimes right. forced yeah. to bloom, and then once it's actually just out in its natural element, that's disappointing. Right. And if you yeah. buy one, buy one with a name. There there are lots of different names, but buy one with a name rather than one that just says pink dogwood or white dogwood. And let me this may be a clue, but I'm, I'm not sure. Real quickly, at the bottom of the base of the tree, it looks as though it may have been grafted no. uh, could that could that be a possibility could it be grafted to another type of tree i've never and seen a dogwood grafted no okay. It, okay it it may have been planted too deeply that that could have happened that'll usually yeah. impede it well, too i don't know i don't know anyway, anyway it's a beautiful tree so i'll just enjoy it <laughs> enjoy yeah. it thank you tony appreciate you listening today okay. Thank you. Bye. All right. 404-872-0750. Rachel Hart at work answering your calls. Up next, Luz. I hope I'm saying that right. Is that right? <laughs> That's okay. Oh, uh, Luz. Luz. Oh, yes. uh, Luz. Okay, great. In Lawrenceville. Well, what can we help you with this morning? Yes, I got a uh, couple of blueberry bushes. They, it doesn't seem to root it. Uh, uh, they're not, they're growing, but it don't. So you see the, do you see the roots on top of the soil? No, but yesterday I said, I bet I can pull it, and it came off oh, by no. a little pull. Hmm. How long have they been in the ground? Two years. And when you planted them, what what's the what was the soil like then, and has anything changed? Did you? Hmm. Here's a question for you. Did you plant them, or did somebody else? No, I did plant it. I planted okay. two blackberries and two blueberries. Okay, and when you and put... The blueberries in the ground. Did you do anything to the root ball? Did were the roots all tightly wound in the container? Did you break up the roots I, at all? I break up the roots Good. and everything. And the, like I said, the blackberries are beautiful and they're growing and, yep. and they start blooming. And my blue my blueberry bushes, they are like okay, I'm here, but I don't know what else. To and do. are they? They're still healthy, right? They're healthy. Now, what I, my first thought, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe a vole. I mean, those little voles burrow underground, sometimes kick the roots up. I mean, I had a whole set of bushes, Indian hawthorn, just fall over because the little voles had buried up under there and kind of kicked everything out, and they started to fall sideways. Usually, What do you think? They usually chew on the roots. That's what I've seen. And they, it pretty much ends in an untimely death, quick and untimely death. Um... How many are there? How many of the blueberries are there like this? Four. And they're all the same? They all don't seem to have roots that spread out? Uh Uh-huh. Nope. Uh, Now, what can she do to maybe pack them in a little bit better, add soil to the top, but you don't want to do too much of that, right? You know, I just can speak from experience, and and I have blueberries that thrive and just planted in straight pine bark mulch. I mean, they... So that's not tightly packed is what I'm getting at there. And, of course, the pH is suitable for... The blueberry roots, but that wouldn't explain why they haven't spread out. I, I don't know. Walter on he, on his website, he has a, 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 a 
video of him planting blueberries, and he uses uh, peat moss. And I don't usually use peat moss, but he's he plants them in almost straight peat yeah. moss. And so, you know, you might wait till they're dormant. I wouldn't do it right now in the middle of the summer, but wait until they're dormant, and then maybe replant them and do them in some peat moss and try that. Dig oh, well. a nice right. wide hole and no deeper. Right. And, and are you doing anything fertilization-wise? Um. No, not at all. They have there around the bed. I put all my compost. So maybe a phosphorus based fertilizer. Yeah, maybe something with a high middle number. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you can hurt it at this point, and we want to try to stimulate that root growth. And honestly, I can't tell you why they don't seem to be spreading out. If you've actually teased the roots to break up that pattern, we have a product called uh, root uh, root starter or root root and grow. Is that it? Uh-huh. Root and grow. Um, I can't remember the name of it. E.B. Stone, E.B. Stone Root Starter, I think is what it's called, and it works great. Sure, start. That's the name. There of you it. go. Um, and it works really good. So I would use that, and that will promote root growth without putting top growth on. And that's what you want to do. You want to put those roots out. And they're getting enough water, right? Yes, they get it. Like in the same bed, the blackberries mm-hmm. to the right hmm. are beautiful, growing. Ah. The Try the sure start. I think that might be it. They're not, you know, they're growing a little bush, uh, you know, small. But mm-hmm. like I said, I pulled one yesterday. I'm just like, mm, this, wow. this little blueberry bush doesn't look good. And it came right up, yep. right out. Well, and how observant of, of, of lose as well yeah, to notice. Absolutely. I mean, that is an important part of the plant. Obviously, yeah, start is. at the roots and go up. So if the roots aren't in the best condition, then... Well, thank you so much for the call. Make a trip to Pike Nursery this afternoon. Maybe start with some kind of something to invigorate the roots, right? And and, and since she's pulled the plant out of the ground now, I wouldn't miss an opportunity to explore yeah. around that soil and see if you can be a detective and, and kind of see if there's anything strange about what's going on there. Is it loose enough? Is it is it too compacted? Just And what do the roots look like themselves? Are they really spread out? So take this opportunity and, and make the most of it. That's Great. how we learn. All right. Up next, we have Jan in Snellville, a question about hydrangeas. Hi, Jan. Hi, good morning. Uh, the, real quick, I think I know Luz. That's an unusual name, and I've known a person with that name from this area. I just mm. wanted to mention, I think I know Luz. Y'all may be neighbors. <laughs> hey, Luz. <laughs> Hi, Luz. It's Jan Humphreys. Anyway. I love it. Well, you're from Snellville. She's from Lawrenceville. It very well could be. Yeah, right. Um, well, I, I just remember her from the past. But anyway, here's my thing. Hydrangeas, which are so beautiful right now. I have some bushes in my yard, and I've also bought them before in stores, you know, pikes, wherever, you know, just to have to put in my house to, um, you know, cut ones, you know, like in the grocery store or wherever, mm-hmm. because they're so beautiful. But I cannot get them to last more than a day once they're cut. And I know the secret, supposedly, about you know, immersing them into hot water after you boil some water, immerse them for 30 seconds, then put them back into your regular container. And it's, it, I don't have luck at all. It might be maybe a day. And they're so beautiful. Is there anything that would help to keep them once you've cut them, you know, and put them into your container to last longer? Nothing that we know. <laughs> Mickey and I kind of looked at each other funny. I'd never heard the hot water thing. Where did you hear that? Yeah, well, I read it in, um, oh. you know, I think I Googled it, and there's a couple of different, and I read it in a magazine also, okay. because obviously when you sound like you don't have, maybe don't have this problem with hydrangeas, but th- I think it's kind of common. And um, so what, what do you do if, it, if you don't have that problem? Because I do. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, and maybe, unfortunately, it's just the situation, find another plant that you really enjoy, that you would just love to enjoy indoors. Because uh, hydrangea, I just, Mickey and I and Joe, too, we, we just don't can't really think of a way to make it last longer. No, I can't. And, and so do you have them and, and cut them and bring them in? I, I don't, don't bring them in. I don't. I enjoy them so much in the yard, I just yeah. don't ever bring I, them in. I enjoy them outside, yeah. too. My yeah. cats would eat them if I brought them in. What happens then? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jan. I'll, I'll my 30 seconds in the hot water, but I, I'm just See what happens to yours. Bring them in because they make beautiful cut arrangements. Once you do bring them in, and just try try an experiment and see if, if it happens to you. <laughs> yeah, get more Excellent. than a day if, if that. Well, well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. I'm sorry we don't have better advice. I don't know of a secret. I know sometimes roses. People have said add Sprite or pennies or you know different ways to keep the water and the plants a little bit healthier. But hmm, that's interesting. Sometimes we just have to enjoy things. From the window outside, right? And sometimes you can let them dry. Mm-hmm. You can let them dry and then bring them in. It's a dried bloom. Yep. All right. Well, don't forget coming up at the bottom of the hour, Pike Nursery, the pick of the week. Mickey actually live in studio with us to share that with us. It's something you don't want to miss, especially if you want to beautify the deck or the yard. You're having company over this weekend. You'll want to stay tuned right now. It is 819. This is Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves. This is Lawn and Garden. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, truck mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Time for a weather update. This brought to you by Ackerman Security. Here's the basics for today. Sunshine, clear skies, no chance of rain. The highs are in the mid-80s, lows in the high 60s. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up here on WSB in 10 minutes. Stay tuned for that. Tim Bryant with the newscast. All of that and the Pike Pick of the Week at the bottom of the hour. 404-872-0750. We'll jump out and talk to Alex in Atlanta. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thanks for being so patient. Oh, no problem. So my wife and I are first-time small-space vegetable gardeners, mm-hmm. and we uh, dug up like a 200-square-foot spot in our yard and added all our compost. And almost all of our vegetables came from, you know, already established small plants, but we did plant corn, okra, and tomato Good. seed. Mm. And all of the corn, all 45 have popped okay. in the soil. Mm-hmm. All the tomatoes, nearly 50 of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> 35 or 40 okras have come up. So let me guess. Your question must be about overcrowding. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, including you know, our cucumbers, our squash, mm-hmm. our patty pans, our peppers, and our pumpkins. Yeah. And our, All right. So anyway, um, I've got the space to be able to uh, build a box. I've already done one for my potatoes, like a, a vertical box. Right. All right, what's the question, uh, Alex? We're running out of time. Can I build like a 15 by 10 foot box and transplant some of that okra and corn huh. into that box once it gets more established? Or Corn doesn't transplant well, uh, but the problem is your space, those are going to be so big. The okra is going to get literally 10 yeah. feet tall. The corn is going to get 10 feet tall. And you got to have a lot of the corn even to get it to um, make, make um, cobs. Gosh. Can we have this? We're going to ha- be out yeah, of time for all I want to say about yeah. this, but basically you don't have enough room for all that you've planted. I would thin it out rather than transplant it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cut just, them off. Right. Cut You're going to disturb the other ones if you try to yeah. t- take them out, I'm afraid. Better planning on the forefront next time, but that's yeah. very admirable. Lots of plants. Thank yeah. you, Alex. All right. It is 827. We're going to get out of here for news, but we will be back to lawn and garden in less than 10 minutes. Stay tuned.
It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 836 on a beautiful Saturday morning. Turn it around to look out the window. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice out there, guys. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you. 30 minutes left of the Lawn and Garden Show. I'm Ashley Frasca filling in for Walter Reeves. He will be back soon. So I'm joined by Joe Lample, host of Growing a Greener World, and Mickey Gasway, Pike Nursery. Now, you're very familiar with this exact time slot on this very show every That's Saturday right. <laughs> because we like to let customers in on the little secret that is the Pike's Pick. How can they save money at Pike this weekend? This week, we have Gardens to Go. Gardens to Go are containers that have already been planted for you. They are beautiful. Um, Some of them are for sun. Some of them are for more shade. Um, The perfect thing to put on your deck or your front porch for um, the weekend, and they'll last the summer. So come in and let us help you pick one out. And I was breezing through Pike the other day, and I saw some patriotic ones, too. Oh, yeah, there's some that's got flags in them. Well, and I walked by it so quickly, I didn't really stop and pay attention to what the flowers were, but it was a red, a light pink, and a blue, and it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, That was so nice. They're beautiful. We've got some, and all different varieties of flowers in there. Yeah, see, I'm I'm skeptical of companion gardening like Uh that, because I just don't know if I'm trying to grow something in such a small little container and make it look full and pretty in different colors, but how close to plant it and all this kind of stuff. So I, I leave it up to the experts this at Pike. This is the way I to just go. enjoy it. So 20% off. You do have to tell the cashier, though. I know this is the Pike pick. I want the 20% off, please. That's right. And it's good for what days? Uh, today and tomorrow. Okay. Get into a Pike Saturday Nursery. Saturday and Sunday. And while you're at Pike Nursery, if you're headed out the door right now, you get there before 9 o'clock, there's a class today. That's right. There's a class on succulents. And uh, everybody knows it, if, you, if you're not going to be home for a week or two or three weeks, succulants are the way to go. That's great. And you don't have to water them. Very little water. Such an easy thing that grade school children oh, do. Yes. Succulents having the little sand in the cup and all That's of that. Right. Is so simple and doing cuttings and things like that. So also, when you go to those classes, a lot of times Pike gives you the list of what all is involved in the planting process and making that happen. And then oftentimes you can go through the store afterwards and get a discount on some of those on some items. some of the things. If, if that's true, you'll get a, a sheet with those yep. on there. Oh, yep. We, Mom and I did that with uh, blueberries, Oh, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. mean, almost little bits and pieces that we needed to do it at home. Those things were on sale. Good. So, yep, great. Very enjoyable. Well, we'll jump out to the phones. We have some more time to take your calls. 404-872-0750. Tori, up in coming. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you today? Well, first, let me just real quick say God bless to all the families that have lost a loved one defending this great country. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, yeah. Tori. We are thinking of all of them this weekend and hope that they can at least relax and maybe spend some time with other family members this weekend. Great point. Yes. Yes. Well, my question is, I have some um, blue juniper on a bank behind my pool that's keeping erosion down, and I have some coming up over the bank into the fence area, and I was wondering if I can cut those shoots off and re-root them somehow and plant them in some bare areas that I have back there. 
So is your question transplant uh, making new cuttings or cut just cutting it back and is that going to be okay to the plant? Is it well? I would like to cut it back and try to reroot it and use the the shoots that I've cut off in a different area. Is that possible? It's not easy to 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 root them. I don't think. Correct. Uh, so to the first part of the question, as far as cutting them back, if you needed to do that, you could yeah, do that, but just bad. don't cut it back into the part below where the new growth is, because when you get into the bare wood, you're not going to get new growth from bare wood. So be careful about how far back into the plant that you cut off the tips. As far as uh, new cuttings, I, I think what you're going to have to do if you try it at all is wait probably until more in midsummer. July, yep. just usually. And then, and then bring back some of the um, foliage growth from the stem right. towards the top. And then mm-hmm. I would dip it into a rooting hormone. And I would put it into a sterile potting mix. And then I would make sure that it stayed the moisture was all around it. So if you put it uh, in an in, cover it with an inverted clear plastic um, sh- contain uh, storage container or something that can trap that moisture. The key to getting roots to form in those cuttings is to make sure that the above growth stays moist until that happens. And you need to put that if you try that. You need to do it in the shade. If you yes. do it in the sun, it'll, it'll cook, cook it. it. Okay. So you could try, but, sure. But, but yep. to, to your question, I think, was could I just take those cuttings and stick them into the ground? To yeah. Don't do that because you will you probably won't have any success. Right, okay. So put them in the plastic container, get some root starter, and... Wait till July. Yeah, put them into like a, a seed starting tray with some really high-quality potting soil, and then cover that with an inverted clear, like I said before, storage container or something that will trap that moisture. And as Mickey and I both said, make sure it's in the shade, not the sun. Okay. Great. Well, all right, great. Well, I'll give that a try then. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks, Tori. Hey, thanks Have a, a lot, good guys. weekend. I appreciate, appreciate your help, and y'all do the same. Thanks. Thank you, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Save you some money. Don't go out and buy a new yeah. one. Just root what you got. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. 404-872-0750. George and Marietta, good morning. Good morning. It's good to talk to you. You too. Well, the question I had, I heard earlier your comments about using wheat block underneath uh, mulch. And I wondered your thoughts about using layers of newspaper underneath mulch as a weed block. That's exactly what I use. I like it because it breaks down over the summer. Eventually it'll break down, but by then your plants have gotten big enough. And then in the fall, I don't ever need a weed block in the wintertime in my vegetable garden. And so in the wintertime, before I put in my uh, winter vegetables, then I just work that uh, newspaper into the soil, and it works great. The worms love it. And not to beat right. up on our earlier caller, but yeah. the three of us just the the verdict is in. Man, we we didn't like the weed block at all. It's not, not that. natural for situations. For so right. the newspaper, I think, is much healthier. Works great. Well, I have I have used that in the past to great success, but I didn't know if there was any um, any negative aspects to it. But it doesn't sound like there is. Not anymore. No, right. That's right. Because the yeah. question. The question I always get with the newspaper and using it in a garden environment is, what about those inks? Are there heavy metals in the ink? Well, not today, and not as of probably about 30 years ago when they transferred the inks to more of a vegetable-based ink. And then the other thing, when you're spreading it down, just a word of caution, because I think Mickey and I both experienced this, and if you do it on a windy day especially, <laughs> you want to make sure... a lot sure of rocks with you. Yeah, or, or moisten the newsprint before you put it down, <laughs> oh, or you're going to be chasing it all over. That's what I did, We, we put down. rocks all over idea. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Makes the last time sense. I did any... <laughs> big job with that i had three children and <laughs> everything down perfect get your exercise too
All right. Well, thanks very much. Thanks, Thank you. George. Thank Have you. a good weekend. Bye-bye. And really quickly, I did want to cover, we had a good caller that didn't get on the air, but uh, Sandy in Atlanta had asked about, we're talking about mulch and things like that. Really quickly, Joe, I was asking you, I had always heard fresh pine mulch, all these tree companies mm-hmm. that are chipping the wood, the mulch, wood chips period. and things. Yeah, wood mulch. I always thought, don't use it right away. Let it just decay or break down a little bit. But now, new science. Tell us. Right. And, I mean, we heard this in all our Master Gardener training is there's this thing called nitrogen dep- depletion. So if you're using fresh wood around your plants, the wood, as it breaks down, is taking nitrogen from somewhere. And typically, it's thought to have ta- be taking it from the soil and depriving your roots that need it as well, or your plants that need it as well. But the science says that the the uh, the amount that the wood is taking as it's breaking down is so minimal, and it's from such a narrow area of the surface of the soil that it isn't really depriving your plants of anything that they need as well. So um, the, the professors and the people that we've talked to that have done these studies said, use it at will and don't worry about letting it age. You don't need to do that. So you can take that mulch right off of those trucks that have just ground it up from that day, use it as the mulch, and don't worry about nitrogen depletion because it's so minimal, it's really a non-issue. That's great. And now this is kind of a silly question, I guess, but is there ever a time of year, 12 months out of the year, where people shouldn't really put mulch down, or any time is a good time, really? Any time is a good time. I'm such a believer of mulch. Me too. Uh, I like that better than pine bark or or, uh, pine straw. I like mulch. Oh, I think it breaks down better. And it, it just imp- everything about me is improving the soil, and the mulch does a better job of that than the pine straw. I like the look of pine straw. I just think mulch mm-hmm. is more productive in your soil, in, in your vegetable and in flower gardens. And yeah, like that especially. Great, thank you. All right, we have time for Amy out in Watkinsville. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. I have a question about Leland cypress trees. We recently bought a house um, that has a row of Leland cypress planted along each property line at the corner lot to, um, you know, create a screen from the road for our backyard. It works great. They look great from a distance. However, when you get, you know, close to them, the um, interior part is brown, and especially toward the bottom, um, you know, near, near the ground, they're, you know, limbs are dying. And I'm, I went out and measured this morning, and they're only planted about five feet apart. Mm. And I, I suspect they've been there about 20 years mm-hmm. or so. The house was built in 93. Um, and so I'm wondering, can I go in and you know cut down every other one? Will the remaining ones still back out and look pretty and green, or are they a lost cause? You could do that, but they're not gonna they're not gonna fill out at the bottom. I don't think you could. Okay. You might think about doing that and then limbing them up a little bit. And just mm-hmm. not having them come all the way to the ground. I don't know if that would work. Oh, but usually conifers exciting. don't fill in at the bottom. Like I was afraid you were going to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what about the browning? You know, like the 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 very tips of the limbs are green, but then the you know interior as you get closer to the trunk, it's. It's really, it could be more than one thing. They shade themselves out, and that's part Mm -hmm. of it. But there are also some diseases, and that's how you tell on conifers is if it's at the bottom or if it's in the middle or if it's at the top. So it could be anything, but I suspect more than anything, it's the fact that they're just planted too close together and are not getting light down there. Well, and I, my philosophy is the less happy the plant, the more susceptible they are to diseases, the diseases. Right, right, just like you are. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Mickey, you're right. You know, these these things should have been planted like 15 feet mm-hmm. apart rather than 5 feet apart. And builders don't, don't it, often it's do that. It's instant gratification. They yes. want that mm-hmm. instant screening. But 
you know, those plant those trees are never going to be happy at five feet apart, right. and they're only probably going to get more disease prone. Right. So, although as I agree with Mickey, you know, taking some out isn't necessarily going to improve greatly the overall. I, if it were me, I probably would take some of them out just mm-hmm. to give the other ones a better chance to get light and air around them, which will improve the opportunity for them to get a little healthier. Start with that, and if you have the opportunity to, Amy, go on Walter's website, WalterReeves.com, or you can get there via GeorgiaGardener.com. Same website. Type in Leland Cypress in the search bar. He has a list of the common diseases and really treatments for that. But as Joe's saying, I would start off by removing every other tree. See how that works out to allow a little more sun in there. It's a thought. It's an option that I would probably consider and do. Thank you. All right. 847 on News 95.5 and AM 750. We'll be back with Lawn and Garden right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Superhero music, Scott? Do I have that right? I should know. Well, close. It's Archer, and he's sort of ah. a super alcoholic uh, secret spy. What are you trying to say here on the Lawn and Garden Show? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just getting, like, completely random as well. <laughs> I like it. All right, good. No alcohol this morning. To, uh, time for a weather update, though. This brought to you by Ackerman Security. A fantastic start already. Memorial Day weekend now underway. Expect sunshine, clear skies, highs in the mid-80s, lows in the upper 60s. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast is coming up in 10 minutes in the newscast here on W. WSB for in-depth news coverage. Stay with WSB and pick up your Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution for news and coupon savings, $250 in coupons. I think we have time for our last call of the show. Matt in Canton, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Um, What's your question? My question is I was given a Japanese maple as a sapling about two years ago, and it's now five feet tall, but I planted a little bit too close to my back patio, and seeing what the roots do and how close they are to the surface. I wanted to move it. Now, I know everybody calls in and asks Walter, and they say, he says, move it now, and it's, of course, beginning of spring. We're starting to get in warmer weather. When's a good time to move it? Now, um, peak of spring next year? Next year? Early winter. I would early, move it in early winter. winter. I would, too. Yeah. And, and it doesn't sound like you're in a big hurry, and those roots aren't going to grow that much, and it's not that big of a tree anyway. Mm-hmm. So definitely wait until it's defoliated, and that just, you know, March, April, fe- I mean, yeah, February. Yeah, do it when it's asleep. Yes. Yeah, moving anything this time of year is just too much heat stress possible. It's like having surgery when you're awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do it if you Ouch. have to, but it's not good. Right. <clears throat> well, and good. then don't forget to water it even after yeah. you move it. Even if it's winter, it, it needs water. And then mulch over the top of it when you move it. And use some of the root starter when you do that. That, that sure starts a good thing to use because you want to put root growth on it, and it'll put root growth in the winter. So you want to do that when you move it. Good thinking, Matt. Just wait wait another few months, and you're good maybe in February. Now, Joe, I feel like we did not get enough of you in a three <laughs> hours on a Saturday. Where can folks find Joe Lample and keep up with what you're doing? So many projects. Well, uh, just go to growingagreenerworld.com. That's the name of the show. That's the website. All the episodes are there, all what we're up to, the places we're going. Amazing shows this year. We're doing 13 new shows. We just got back from New York City and interviewed this really cool teacher, one of the top ten teachers in the world, and we met the White House chef in the same show. So, you know, we've got some 
really great things ahead, and I can't wait to share them share them with everybody. And find you on on social media at Georgia Gardner. No, 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 Joe Gardner. Whoa, hey, Walter Reeves, Georgia Gardner. What's up? At Joe Gardner. Right, Joe Gardner. Right. <laughs> and Mickey, what's coming up at Pike Nursery? Well, we've got some children's classes. Kids are out for summer. summer. Yeah, the kids are out for summer. We've got two in June, so I hope everybody will uh, uh, check into the Pikes website, www.pikenursery.com. That's right. We we sound so old-fashioned. You don't even have to do that. Sorry. You don't have to do that anymore, people. Pikenursery.com for more information on classes. Succulent class getting underway at 9 a.m. today. GrowingAgreenerWorld.com. You can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, at Ashley Frasca, WSB. Keep up with us on social media. We love to keep in touch with the listeners. And thank you for all the questions. Thanks for the calls. It has been a blast. I'm filling in for Walter this Saturday on Lawn and Garden. Thank you, Joe Lample. Thank you, Mickey Gazaway. Always a pleasure. Remember, the reason for this weekend, Memorial Day. Thank you to all of those who have served this country. Have a great weekend, guys.